16. A few years ago, I interviewed a high-ranking DoD official and led the conversation to the subject of Metal Gear. His response at the time was that the U.S. had very little interest in developing a weapon like Metal Gear. Not that he officially admitted that such a thing as Metal Gear existed, on a purely hypothetical level, if such a technology were available. With the collapse of the Soviet Union, nuclear arsenals built to enforce the idea of mutually assured destruction had lost its justification, and the deterrent argument was losing ground. In the current multilateral world order rife with smaller regional powers, as he put it, development priority lay with cruise missiles and smaller weapons with lower lethality that could be carried by stealth bombers. He also went on to note that Metal Gear, with its affinity for rough terrain, would be extremely difficult to discover and destroy. Hence, it was the perfect nuclear strike system for rogue states. He was deeply concerned that if such non-democratic sovereignties were to get a hold of Metal Gear technology, the resulting upset in the balance of military power would lead to a massive rupture in world order. It was a fear that I myself shared. An artifact of the Cold War, the Devil's Candy, created by nuclear proliferation. That was what Metal Gear seemed to be. So why was this weapon, a cutting-edge technology that was politically long obsolete, being developed once again on American soil? It was possible that the Defense Department wanted to restore last century's nuclear strategy to the national agenda. Or did this new Metal Gear have something that set it far apart from Metal Gear as I knew it? <laughs>